Hey, 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 this is Ty, the Family Made Mom, coming to you today. We are talking about what to do when your child is failing in school. Yikes and spikes. So listen, I have had some amazing experiences with um, failing grades in school, and I think it's so important. Number one is to not internalize. Do not internalize. It is not your fault your child is failing um now i'll say that for the upper grades for the lower grades sometimes uh, let me put this hat on and say this from a mom who used to homeschool i am not so interested in uh, making sure that my child meets everyone else's standards i am very much into making sure that my child knows what they need to know at the time that they need to know it. Now, listen, uh, I know that there are a lot of gifted children and I know that there are a lot of children who are um, what people would say are average. I like to look at children as simply children. They're amazing in their own right. They can do things that are just awesome. And then guess what? They're not to be compared. Um, there's such a huge comparison scale that has been out. And I really, really, really want to highlight the fact that our children are unique. And in their growing stages, they can become even more unique. They can transition just like the wind. And they might shift from being a um, lazy student to being a thriving student in a week just because their focus has shifted. Maybe they had a growth spurt. Maybe they had a change of mind. Maybe they had a dream. You just don't know. I would definitely, going from younger ages, going from our preschool, elementary school stages, you know, if you're one of those parents and you say that, I want my child to be in the greatest school in America, understood, understood. I've been there. I've been there. I wanted uh, my little Bobbies and my little uh, Georgette I wanted them to be in these amazing schools as well. What are you willing to do to get them there? Think about that. What are you willing to do to get them there? And what type of pressure do you want to put on them to get there? If on their own, they are simply outstanding. If their degree of uh, knowledge is, it exceeds their age group, then by all means, challenge them. I like to challenge my children in different ways. And every parent is going to be different. I do want to make put emphasis on that. While I say that it is not your fault, I pause there. Because some parents do put unnecessary pressure on their kids. And it's unnecessary and it's unfair. Some parents want their children to be so much that they forget to hone in on who their child is and where their child is. Yes, I do believe that our children are have the ability to learn and adjust most of the time better than adults. They're resilient. Their bounce back is amazing. And I love it. I love it. And their personalities pull us into perspective at times. Uh, most of the times we're pulling them into perspective. Uh, but I do want to take the time to say that. If you are putting unnecessary pressure, if you are making your child make unnecessary adjustments, please check yourself. 
because whereas I said it's not your fault in that term it may be your fault all of your pushing all of your uh, pressure it may actually cause them to decline rather than to progress which would you rather have would you rather make adjustments to yourself and then help them to thrive based on their personality all children are not the same our children are not us we cannot treat them the same as what we were how we were treated it's a whole different time whole different era but what we can do is we can love them we can encourage them uh, case in point i was at a um aau basketball uh tournament this weekend and i was listening to one of the uh fathers and he was just uh, he was really going in on his son and it hurt my heart because i was looking at the way his son was responding you know he was cussing on the court and he was saying things um back to his father i don't know his father if his father heard everything he was saying but i was just like my goodness and I later talked to my husband. He was like, oh, well, we know them. I was like, oh, I didn't know that they were an Ohio team. I, I had never heard of them before. And he said, yes, they are an Ohio team. And he said, you know, they have a toxic relationship. And I, it made me sad because whereas his son was playing very skillful and in the beginning, his son was playing very skillful. He was making almost every shot. After all of his father's toxicity, he began to decline and he was no longer performing at the awesome level that he was before. And I thought about it. I said, man, if every time you say a word, you cause your son to go on a decline, how do you expect him to progress? Yes, he's being more aggressive, but he's being more aggressive in a sloppy way. Think about it. And when it comes to our grades, Sometimes we can put so much pressure on them that they're like, you know what? Here, I'll turn in every assignment. But guess what? Every assignment is not done with greatness. Or you can have a child that I'm turning in every assignment. I'm getting the grades that you want to, but they're cheating. So I like to address parents first because let's address our part first because we can control what we do, but we honestly can't control what our children do. When our children begin to lack motivation, I can say that during the COVID period, my children started to say, hey, I'm lacking motivation. This virtual stuff sucks. We really can't see our friends anymore. We can't really go anywhere. This situation is just pooey. And that's when I called on them to be a little bit more mature because while we can't do anything to change this. This is not something that we can control. When it's something that is beyond our control, we just have to adjust. No, it does not seem fair. No, it does not seem right. And, you know, looking at it from a governmental perspective, their job is simply to make sure that everyone is safe. Do we agree with their tactics? You may not. Hey, but guess what? It's just like parenting. You may not agree with everything that we as parents do for you. But our job is to make sure that you are safe. Period. So we began to go over that and we talked about the lack of motivation. For you who have younger children, uh, I believe it was Stephen Covey wrote a book called The Seven Habits of Happy Kids. And he talks about 
uh, one of my favorite chapters that I go over with my children, he talks about boredom. And he talks about how it is not my responsibility to make sure that you have something to do all day, every day. It is your job to find something constructive to do with your time. That's where it becomes your job. And that's something that we hold our children to. If you are bored, if you don't have anything to do, then it is your job to find something to do. If you are unable to find anything to do, then I suggest you get creative and be constructively creative. If your child is failing, your child may be in the preschool to um, second grade level. In those age groups, I want you to remember that your child is still learning how to learn. And that in itself may seem kind of silly, but they're learning how to learn. They're adjusting to, okay, how do I retain this information? And how do I do this? And how do I do that? And you play a big part in it when your child is that young. I say from the time uh, your child is born to the time that they are about eight years old, you are going to be the one that is going to be pushing and honing in on them to make sure that they understand basic concepts. Even if the school is giving them information, it's always good when they come home. Hey, what did you learn today? How can I? And when you show that excitement and that energy in what they are actually learning, not what they didn't do well but what they're actually learning. Tell me more about what you learned. Oh, that is great. You know, when they're at the preschool and kindergarten level, they're always ready to talk. Sometimes it's not about their education, but they want to share their side. And you want to be there to capitalize on all that good goodness and spend minimal time telling them what they didn't do well. The more you hone in on what they did do well. And then when you hear they didn't, you said, oh, OK, so this is what you're having troubles with. OK, well, look, you did this, this and this great. Oh, how does this find out ways that what they did well relates to what they didn't do so well? And then you can pull those two together in a fun kind of a way. For children who are that young, when we relate it to fun and excitement, it's easier for them to grasp it. When you put it in song form and things like that, it makes it easier for them to understand. There's so many videos and educational videos now, and I can bring some links in for the younger age groups that can help as well. There are so many resources that we didn't have when uh, I was raising my kids at such a young age, but I'm so glad that you it's available now. I know my daughter, she uh, has a lot of educational videos that she watches and she's in the first grade and I have another one who's in the second grade. He's not really interested, but he's very intelligent on his own. So for him, he likes to learn things on his own. He likes to take time, go back, look at his work and do it on his own. My older children, they have their own learning styles as well. When they are not doing so well, I like to find out what it is that they do not understand and start there. When they get in that second to fifth grade level, that's when they are, you know, starting to feel like big kids now. They're moving up in the ranks and they're feeling like they know a lot more than what they did before. They, especially if they have siblings under them, they're like, oh yeah, I know more than you. And you know, what's this? What's, what's 200 times 200? And you know, they're backing it up and having fun with all of their information that they're learning. But what is it that causes children to actually fail? Is it that they are lacking in confidence? Is it that they are too shy to ask questions? 
Is it that they are lacking in motivation? Is it that they sincerely are not at the level that they've been placed on where they can understand completely comprehend and break down into small basic foundations the information that they are being given if your child is in that spot that does not mean that your child is that doesn't mean that they are dumb that doesn't mean that they are none of that none of that stuff that is degrading it does not mean that it simply means in certain areas your child needs assistance if we can grasp hold of that instead of thinking that, oh, if I put my child in this class, then that means this. No, quite the contrary. It means that if I put my child in this class and give them the attention that they need in this area, I am putting them in their position to excel later. Because if they learn how to break things down now, that does not put a cap on what they know. No, it actually means that once they grasp the concept, the basic concept of this, now I can help them so that they can continue to progress and excel. That's the goal. That's the goal. If I have to pull you back just a little bit so that you can get this concept here and go, that's what I can do. But it also takes you being able to put your child in a place where they are comfortable enough to say, in this area, I am not good. I know uh, for one of my children, for them, math is not one of their greatest subjects. So for them, when I'm telling them about math and things like that, they are they are really just, um, they struggle with that, you know, a lot of the mathematical concepts. And they really uh, let me know that, hey, this area is not my thing. So if you see my grade declining in this area, then this is why. So I understand that. And I'll suggest tutors. Well, no, I don't want tutors. So then I'll say, okay, so I am placing this grade in your hands. If you do not pass in this grade, you will repeat this again. If you are comfortable with that, then proceed. Now, this is when I'm talking to my teenagers because I place their education in their hands. I am here to assist you. I am here to guide you. However, if you do not want my assistance, if you do not want my guidance, here are the consequences of your actions. Because at this point, they are teenagers. They are fully capable and responsible enough to do their own work and make sure that things get done or to communicate and say, I am having issues here. If your pride is in the way and you are at a point where you don't want anyone to help you, that's a whole nother thing. Because see, when your pride gets in the way, you don't want anyone to help you, then you actually become comfortable with failing. And you won't just fail in your grades. You will fail in life. Because if you're so prideful when you're on your job, you can't tell somebody that you need help. Guess what? You're not going to do the job right. Uh, then you're going to come into the place where you're getting write-ups. If you're not able to receive from your boss, then guess what? You're not going to have a job for long. So you being able to do things properly now is preparing you for the future. Sometimes our, our children don't get that. They're like, oh, you're just... No, I'm actually just preparing you for what you're going to need. But proceed as you like, because if you like to be held back, we'll do that. 
but I don't want to be sitting in a parent teacher conference and they tell me everything that I'm doing wrong as a parent. That's not my responsibility. It is their job to get their work done. If they do not get their work done, they will simply repeat this class, ma'am or sir. I don't allow people to put undue stress and hardship on me as a parent when I know I do my job. Now, if you as a parent can say, I've fallen short on this part and this part, and let me tell you why, I become frustrated. Let me pause and say, I've been there. I've been the parent that I've been so frustrated with my children's inability to do even the smallest things the proper way. I've been so frustrated with their inability to complete work because they were simply in a summer mindset. They were literally on vacation at home in their room. No, no ma'am, no ham, no spam. Fix this, get this together so that we can all feel great about ourselves. I don't feel great when my kids are failing, even when I know it's not my fault. Even then, I'm still not feeling like popcorn and candy. I'm still not. I'm actually frustrated and I'm irritated. And a lot of times as a parent, which is why I said this first, as a lot as, as a parent, sometimes I'm internalizing. I'm saying to myself, what did I do wrong? And how can I do this better? And so many times the Lord has helped me with that and said, listen, how is this your responsibility? They're on their phones. They're on their TVs. They're able to get to technology to do what they want to do. Make them do what they're supposed to do. And then, you know, you have the small tussle with your kids and not, I'm not talking about a physical tussle. Most of the time it's a verbal tussle. If you don't do this, I'm taking your phone. Oh my gosh, you're taking my phone. You know, and uh, one of our kids pays her phone bill. I pay my own phone bill. Great, but you're still under my roof. You know, then we're going to this unnecessary tug of war and it makes no sense. Bottom line, I'm going to win. I'm taking your phone. You keep playing with me. I'm taking your TV. I'm taking everything that you can look at outside of this Chromebook. Now, after you've done all that, if you find that your child is in a place where they're lacking motivation, they're lacking motivation. And it's not just a, a simple lack of motivation. It's not just, hey, a mom, or, hey, dad, I really need a jump start here. It's it's more like depression. It's more like anxiety. It's more like I need help. I'm not really getting it. Case in point, uh, one of my uh, children was having an issue with math. And I said, well, talk to your math teacher. So I listened to them talk to their math teacher. The math teacher was unable to break down the concepts. I said, so, geez, Louise, I am not a math teacher. I said, if your teacher who is teaching you, expecting to get you, expecting you to get all these magnificent grades, but they can't break down the concepts, they're not even preparing you for success. They don't know how to do it. How discouraging is that? Don't teach what you cannot comprehend because it is doing your students an injustice. That's me coming as an educator. I don't want to teach subjects that I'm not good at. Anybody, um, I can tell you this, something about me is that I will research something to the last drop. When I go to do math, it immediately just, it makes me feel like I am not an intelligent person. I just really don't like math. I don't like it at its foundation. I don't like it at its utmost. I just really... I'm, I just don't want to play. 
I don't want to play the math game. And um, I remember telling my child, I said, listen, I, I need you to go to your dad because your dad is amazing at math. And he went to his dad and his dad just broke it down to him so well. Even the stuff that he was not familiar with. He just found a way to get to it. And I'm so appreciative for him, my husband, because he does. He We bring that balance there. I'm the English and all that. And um, he is the math dude. He is just the math dude. And I, I need him in my life. You hear what I'm saying? I'm telling you he is the math dude. But for you, those of you who are saying, OK, me or my spouse are not great at certain subjects. Well, then bring in the tutor. And sometimes what I'll do is I'll bring in peers that can assist that will actually hold my children accountable and not just cheat for them because bam, there we have a median. We have somewhere where we are both agreeing that you need help in this area and I want to help you. Okay. So with that being said there, we discussed how number one, as parents, if there is something that you are doing that is not assisting your child, but it's actually doing the opposite. It's actually putting them at a place to decline and not progress. We don't want to do that. We want to make sure we're making our necessary adjustments. If there's something that you can do to help your child, please make sure that you're being their assistance in that matter, because sometimes they're not confident enough to say to someone that they need help. So that's when you have to be there to guide them and help them to understand that it's okay to say that you need help. It does not mean anything other than you just need assistance. And your the assistance that you need may be so small. It may be so foundational that once you get this assistance, it'll help you along your way. If you need more help than just a little bit then I need you to communicate that to me so that I can get you where you need to get to. But mom, I don't want to be on an IP. I don't want to be on a 504. I don't want to be in uh, developmental classes. I don't want to do that. All my friends are at this level, this level, and this level. Well, let me help you on this level. Go take this class on this level so that you can help yourself get to the next level. Then we'll just get resources to help you along the way. So that while they're helping you in this area in school, at home, you can be doing this as well. It's no different than a child being an athlete. Maybe they're struggling in this area or that area within that sport. But the more help they get, the more that they push themselves along the way and work on that thing, the more they're going to be able to develop that skill. It's the exact same when it comes to our education. And we have to sometimes be that cheerleader and sometimes we have to be strict cheerleaders and let them know like, hey, I got your back, but I will not allow you to fail. I believe in you. Sometimes just hearing that they, that you they have somebody that believes in them is enough to get them going. But again, if your child is lacking motivation because they're actually depressed, it's a little bit different. You might need to stop, slow down and get your child the help that they need because we want to see our children succeed. Maybe it is that your child doesn't have proper time management and they literally don't know how to put their assignments in their proper perspective. So because they're focusing on one thing more than the other, they're not making the grade because they're not getting things done on time and their teacher is not allowing them to go back, retract and do these things over or get these things turned in late. It could be a number of things, but if it is time management, there are so many. I told my daughter, I said, there is a, oh gosh, I just lost the name of it. 
but it has something to do with focus and it's uh, available on iPhone and Android. And it's a time management app for high school students. You know, when they're at a younger level, I would definitely do dry erase boards and things like that where they can see, you know, if you just take the time with them and say, okay, if you have this, this, and this to do, put it in their terms. If you have to clean your room, if you have to do your night routine and you still have some homework to do, which one comes first? And then be able to teach them how to put things into their proper order. You want to know what this does for them developmentally? It teaches them their priorities. It teaches them how to properly prioritize things in life. These are basic things that they're going to need when they go to college and you're not there anymore. They're going to need that. But even coming back, they still need to be able to prioritize their day. They need to be able to understand, okay, this is my schedule. This is what I have to do. And within that schedule, here's the little things that I have to do. All of these things are positioning them for success, positioning them for greatness, because you're teaching them the very foundational principles that they will need in every avenue of life. Just as small as something that, okay, I'm going on vacation. What do you need before you go on vacation? It's teaching them to understand what you need to succeed or what you need in order to be successful throughout your day. When you wake up in the morning, what is it that you need to do today? Prioritize. Maybe you have a child who um, in certain grades, like say it's English, maybe they are just not great with writing. So maybe it's helping them to journal and understand how to break down their thoughts so that they could put things in the right order, the right perspective. And then you teach them, okay, so here's your topic sentence. Okay, here is your supporting sentences. If I say today was a horrible day, that's my topic sentence. I'm talking about my horrible day. So then how do I break that down? What made your day horrible? In the next two to three sentences, because you know our paragraph is three to five sentences. Tell me about this. A lot of sentences you'll see have no periods. Okay, so where did you pause? Today was a horrible day. Am I stopping there or am I going on? You know, begin to teach your child just foundational things using just regular conversation. In my regular conversation, if I break down my regular conversation, whether I'm typing it or writing it, now I'm able to see how they're asking me to put these things together. I just really hate being here. Okay, that's your topic sentence. Your topic sentence is I hate being here. Now tell me in two to three sentences why you hate being here and let's work on that together. It doesn't, I tell my kids, it doesn't matter what you say. It's actually how you say it. And I can take whatever you say and I can help you with it. Or I can just listen to you and be there and support you in the way that you need me to. But I'm here for you. That's the ultimate goal is to relate to them that I am here for you to help you. You may not like how I help you. You may not even like what I'm saying to you, but I want you to know that I'm here for you. But parents, the main thing I want you to get out of all of this conversation today is that it's not always your fault. But start with you. If there's something that you can do to help your child, find out what it is. Because you may be the one to push them. Nobody pushes a child in a great way like a parent. 
when you find out the strategy that it's going to take to help push them, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And listen, I'm, I'm not going to say that I found it out because sometimes as my children get older, the strategy that I used before doesn't work anymore. Like right now, I'm, I'm, I'm finding strategies to motivate one of my children now. And they're just like, listen, you're going to see these grades as F's. I don't really know what to do. And I'm like, okay, how can I help you? You can't. Okay, what about your dad? Can he help? No. You want a tutor? No. Do you want to watch this video? No. Everything's a no. So, you know, I'm really working on helping in the way that I can, but I understand my limits. I understand that at certain points, it's no longer me that needs to do the work. It's actually my child. So when I move myself out of the equation and make them responsible for their grades and help them to understand, baby, if you flunk because you don't want to use resources, because you could have done something different, but are choosing not to, I will not be able to reward you. I won't reward you because then I'm enabling your behavior. When I make my child responsible for their grades, when I show them that there are consequences to their actions and they're not always favorable, I am further preparing you for life. In life, you'll have some upsets if you don't do things the proper way. And my job as a parent is to make sure that you understand that those upsets can happen when you're in the house or when you're out of the house. But I'd rather help you through it while you're in the house. Yep, you can sulk and moan and do all that, but get better. Do better because it's only going to help you. And guess what? If they choose not to do better, they reap the consequences. It's not on me. They simply have to learn a lesson. Maybe they have to learn a lesson the hard way. Have you ever had to learn a lesson the hard way? Sure you have. Plenty. Sure you got some t-shirts that said, I learned this the hard way. How about you? See what I'm saying? In life, there are lessons. Stop trying to make it where your children don't have to learn any lessons the hard way. Stop trying to protect them because what you do is you actually decapitate them in certain ways. You cut off the head. They're not able to problem solve in life because they're so used to you doing everything for them. That's not realistic. You are not helping them, mom. You are not helping them, dad. You are not helping them, sister or brother. Set your children up for success. Help them to understand that there are consequences to their actions. As well as there are re re uh, rewards for doing well. Bringing that balanced perspective into play in your home, in their reality, can help them tons. So make sure that we all, while we're talking about our children passing, failing, or even being in the middle sometimes, and you know they can do better, find ways to help them. I am such a researcher. I look at my child's learning style and for their learning style, I look at some of the issues that they can have. If they line up with some of the things that my children are uh, dealing with, if you ever looked at my um, homeschooling guide, it is on uh, my website, familymademom.com, and I go over some different learning styles and different tools that you can use for them and ways that you can help. And there are different resources listed there. Even if your child is in school, remember, we are our child's first teacher. So if you need to do some things at home, by all means, do so. If you need to take a TV, a phone, a car, make sure you do so to help your child succeed.
really, it's it's necessary because you don't want to be the one to be a stumbling block to your child's lack of progression. Find out what you can do to help if you can help. If not, be confident enough <laughs> to say, I know that this is not easy, but I have to do it. Love them enough to say, I have to step back and allow you to make this mistake. Because if nothing else, it will teach you that you have to do what is necessary to succeed. Okay, listen, maybe I left some things out. Maybe there are some things that you wanted to talk about in this um, podcast today that I left out or that you wanted to talk more about. Please do email me at thefamilymademom at gmail.com or you can also go on thefamilymademom.com and you can leave your contact information or your questions and comments there. And I would be happy to go back over it or even to do another podcast and go on as an update and say, hey, let's talk about this as well, because I want to hear from you. All right. Feedback is always necessary because I want to make sure that I'm helping you in the areas that you need it. All right. Well, this is Ty, the Family Made Mom. If you haven't yet, please do like, follow, subscribe this podcast and also share. Share it with people who need it because sharing is caring. All right. Be blessed.